guys don't listen to it at the factory while in production? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> while pumping the wait vaccine till, out. Wait, wait till he talks again. Wait, wait. I need Andy to talk again. Wait. <laughs> Hold on, let, let me get closer to the mic. Wait, um, does this ruin my inside joke of I've constantly going, who's this Katie person? Who's the? What's the vaccine? Where, where are they talking about producing the vaccine for? What? Yeah, <laughs> Mike's, Mike's been confused, that. and we've explained it like ten times. I do have a lot of antibodies, and I might have more. I need to go get tested. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, oh. Well, I got my. Like for oh. real though, I really do know. <laughs> oh. Hello, welcome to episode 130, season 6, episode 18 of the Academically Ineligible Podcast. I'm Andy, joined across town by Andrew. How many episodes? A lot. 130, apparently, oh unless I God. lost track somewhere. So, somebody hasn't, like, they haven't stopped this yet for some reason? Well, I mean, anyone can make a podcast, unfortunately. That is true. Uh, yeah, there's, have, it doesn't I'll take There's a movie out whose character's name is podcast. Yeah. Is there? Is there? Yeah, it just came out. It's. Is it called podcast? The movie? No, the movie's called Ghostbusters. Oh, there's a character in Ghostbusters called Podcast. I'm still gonna gonna watch it. It's the newest Transformer podcast. (laughs) Uh, I'll I'll have you know, Andy wanted to do the whitest thing of all time tonight. (laughs) Of go to the brewery by his place. Yeah, across the street. Across the street, some IPAs. That is pretty white. And have some IPAs and record the podcast from there. So two white, two bearded white dudes drinking (laughs) IPAs in the back of a bar. Well, we start out with IPAs. They got some. Is is they got some stouts. He whiteness. It it wouldn't be the first one. Uh, The uh, T T Bob Herbert, who's from LSU, he's on the radio and played at LSU. He has a pod, uh, well, podcast slash radio show he does after the game, literally losing, by the way, with another guy who's a radio host. They're in a bar. They're smoking cigars, drinking, podcasting. Smoking so, inside of an establishment? Oh, what? Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Would you have driven wait. over there in a Subaru? Sorry. Uh, of course, yeah. I need to be more white. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing that Andy could add, because this radio show I talked about, and they had... Uh, with advertising, two ladies who are massage therapists. So for like the oh. first thirty minutes, they're getting their you know shoulders massaged. Oh, in, yeah, a, in a bar while smoking cigars and drinking alcohol. There would Was also it, been I like a man 80, show. There would also been like an eighty percent chance that I would have been wearing a trucker hat, most likely backwards. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I would have been wearing a trucker hat forwards, you, but the the bow would be pretty bent. Yeah, I'm not. He might be. Because what was the question? Was wearing a trucker hat backwards. What was the question? Are you T Bob somebody? Oh, I don't know who that is. T Bob Heber. Okay. All he right, you, he's, a, he's yeah. Wrapping up the introductions, you also heard Tom and Mike there, but we're yep. just gonna say I yep. have an ad. Let's keep going. All present and accounted for, and we also got some new. Uh, College football playoff rankings. Also, you may notice that uh, we just got those tonight because this is being recorded on Tuesday. So uh, happy early Thanksgiving, everyone. We will give you something to listen to, hopefully. I'm not sure why you listen to this, but you are still listening. So the joke's on you, I suppose. Um, 
I guess I will go and read these off, and then I will let Andrew read about the only poll that matters, the FPI, later. So, your top four. It's a data analysis. That's right. It's it's forward-facing and predictive. One week left. Yes. Uh Well, I I don't know. Next season. That's right. It's uh, and probably beyond that, honestly. An early 2025 look. Yeah, we're we're gonna get a preview on the kids that are uh, just now entering high school. Uh, how the teams will be doing then. Um, all right, so number one in the uh, CFP is uh, Georgia. Then we got Ohio State, and we got some, uh, I guess, some mm-hmm. movement there because they're, that flipped. Uh, now we got Alabama yeah, at three. Actually, high State moved up two, but. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then Alabama at three, and then we got Cincinnati at four, and you got Michigan at five, setting up a top five matchup between Ohio State and Michigan uh, yeah. this week. This is going to end up being like Georgia, Ohio State, Cincinnati, and Notre Dame. So there's still going to be a God match. Can I ask something? Uh, I can't see the whole whole poll. I think you can click on the link there if you want to uh, see it all. Yeah. Does did they rank Notre Dame's opponent for this week? Just I don't know, but they ranked you guys in the top twenty-five. Well, we deserve it. I think. I mean, they did not because they, sure. they play they play Stanford this week and I don't think any mental gymnastics could get them to rank Stanford. <laughs> I mean, you could probably put them somewhere in the in the top twenty of the uh, SP plus or FPI. Where, where does the FPI have? The, okay, are we ready to get to the only poll that matters, the FPI, um, or do yeah. we want any controversy like, on this? Because um, I'm looking like well, you got Michigan fifth, Notre Dame six, Oklahoma State and Baylor seven and eight. Uh, I know Oklahoma State has to play Bedlam, right? So that's Oklahoma. But then they, I think Oklahoma State and Baylor are going to be playing their little championship game. If Oklahoma, if Oklahoma State wins, yes, they play Baylor. Okay, so I mean, Oklahoma can, State has two top ten games remaining. They are still in play for the CFP. Yeah, they I'm also, thinking like if they yeah. win out, do they jump Notre Dame? They have as many wins over their rival Oklahoma as Michigan does in the last twenty years against Ohio uh-huh. State. I you like know two, right? Whether they jump over Notre Dame is. Not really important. It's will they do enough to jump Cincinnati? Which obviously is yes. Uh, they, well, if they, they stay undefeated, yeah. Cincinnati will realistically move up. Right now, like well, I'm saying, if Notre, Notre Dame what, or Oklahoma State win, playing, if and I'm assuming that Georgia wins, mm-hmm. Alabama's you know drops out of the top four. Yeah, there's got to be a fourth team, and it, it's either going to be Michigan or higher State, depending on who wins, and then you're stuck with like. Notre Dame and then the Big 12. Well, I mean, if you look at it, Notre Dame doesn't really have any in- impressive wins. Uh, True. Oklahoma State's one loss was to ISU by three points on the road. Well, it should have... be it should be Oklahoma State if they win out because right, they yeah. will have a, a an extra championship game that Notre Dame is not officially in a conference, right. so they don't have that extra data point as we like to hear about uh, at the end of the year. And they'll have two top ten wins to finish out the season. Yeah. yeah. It should be, like, but it'll be Notre Dame. Four of the top five teams are playing each other in the next, what, two weeks? Separation Saturdays. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anything else to touch on in the top ten here? I don't I don't really think of I anything can't even other than anything past eight, but sure. Egg Bowl. Wait, is that uh, Ole Miss at nine? Yeah, Egg Bowl participant Ole Miss at uh, nine. Hey. Um, so we beat them. That's interesting. You yeah. did? You did. Hey, do you guys think that they ranked Clemson this week so Georgia would have a quality win? I mean, they've got several uh, 
teams with three losses ranks. I don't know if that's it, but they also uh, have a right. seven Market or fourteen. Ball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I mean, that seven and fourteen really... boost uh, Georgia and Alabama. So uh, yeah, that's why they're ranked. Sure. Yeah, I was gonna say eight and four is not a, like, should not be in the top twenty five anywhere, but whatever. I mean, I well, think I at mean, some point it, I, you're kind of scraping he, the barrel. Yeah, I think that starts the four loss teams. I mean, find me uh, teams with three losses or less below 25th. Uh, is Kentucky me. ranked? No. There you go. I found one. How many, how many, how many losses do they have? Three. Three. Did Kentucky and Arkansas play? No. I don't know. Probably not. I don't not. think so. Yeah, but they don't, they don't want to rank Kentucky because only Georgia played them. If they put in a team that both of us played, like, say, yeah. Arkansas, well, which, then it helps out both. Right. Higher than one. All right, let's uh, let let's go ahead and start talking about the only poll that matters, the FPI. Andrew, can you give us our update uh, here? Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama, Michigan, Oklahoma, Notre Dame, Oklahoma State, Cincinnati, Clemson at nine. <laughs> hey, uh, you know what? We're kind of getting closer to to where we're supposed to be. Six, Cincinnati, six, no six, six and five, Iowa State at ten. So if we look at this, it's actually okay. So the I think that the first uh, the first odds came out on a hypothetical matchup between Georgia and Cincinnati, and it was was sixteen and a half. And, and here half. here it's thirteen point three points nope. of difference. Nope. What? I'm just you guys, right. I look at everything. Do you guys remember when Iowa State yeah, was right. like a uh, dark horse to go to the playoffs? Mm-hmm. And and our oh, yeah. good friend Carl, who was like you know on our three minute podcast. <laughs> Uh, which one? Huh? Huh? <laughs> um, it never happened. The Jordan yeah. Peterson episode. <laughs> God, that oh, episode yeah, would yeah, have been yeah. so good if it actually came out. Alas. Um, just the, for the he was so drunk, too. <laughs> this S&P Plus or SP Plus. Uh, current uh, top 10 playoff committee choices, uh, Baylor and Ole Miss, are 17th and 18th. So real, real good there, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, a little highlights. Georgia has a 45% chance to win the CFP, Ohio State 18, Alabama 17.6. I think the most egregious in the uh, FPI is Iowa State, though. It's 6-5 and five at how do you, number 10. How is, how is the FPI that Andy posts always different than the one that Andrew reads off? Uh, I, I get I get real-time live data. I guess I mean, you so. can click on it. I'm going to not. This- Okay. I thought, I thought you put it here, so I don't have to click on it. So I, mean, I put it in here earlier thing. today. Cincinnati has the second highest odds to make the playoff at sixty-five point five. Okay, Wait, well, what? that's different. What's? What? Oh yeah, you're right. Oh yeah, it's different from what he's got on the screen. Sixty-five point one for Cincinnati. Well, it moved up. They got they gained 0.4 percent more since this so, afternoon. Yeah, yes. they're they're recalculating. Oh, you know what? It's probably the uh, the college football playoff rankings probably changed the uh, number. Oh yeah, I guess it could have done that. Like Alabama went from 65.5 to what? What are they now? Uh, Wait, why would 59.8. the college football playoff rankings influence any of these numbers? That's the best part about like this is an analytics Andy, model. I don't like, know, man. Andy. I can't think of anything Andrew. else that could have happened that would have done this. Uh, uh, uh. Andrew asked, uh, where, where, where's Alabama at now? 59.8. 59.8. So you've yeah. got Georgia at 98.7% chance, according to FPI. Cincinnati, 65.5. Ohio State at 61. Alabama at 59.8. And Notre Dame at 
What would have to happen for Georgia to not make it? Because it says 98%. It doesn't say 100%. Would it be like they would losing Georgia Tech, Tech and, and, the... and Bama? You think they, I think they'd still get in. Uh, no, not if we lose to Tech. Yeah, Tech's bad. It, I don't Tech know, man. Might be out. If we lose to Tech. Tech, I might not be on here next week. Uh, <laughs> we might never us. have another podcast. That that might actually end the podcast. <laughs> but you know who to pull for, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> There's... Get your bets in if you actually think that's going to happen too, because you can make some great money in Vegas if you actually think that. I mean, you could probably put five bucks on that and make a shit ton of money. Um, anyway, eight million. Anyways, FPI sucks. Move on. SP Plus. I don't know if, how much time we need to waste on this, but in a uh, statistical tie, I guess at one and well, it tied for one rating thirty two point three with SP Plus. You got Georgia and Ohio State. And then we got um, Alabama, Michigan, or Michigan to make Andrew happy this week. Thank you. Uh, Texas A&M, Wisconsin, Cincinnati, Clemson at eight, LOL, Notre Dame, and Oklahoma. And there you go. I don't know if we need to waste any more time before we jump on to the uh, news this week. Okay, hearing nothing. News this week. Dan Mullen I mean, finally I- fired at Florida. Uh-huh. And so there's um, other firings though too. So, or did we talk about Justin Fuentes? Fuente? I think we talked week. about it last week. That was last week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that that was all that we had this week. But uh, as far as I know, also uh, James Franklin is staying at uh, Penn State uh, after <laughs> flirting with USC for a while now, and he's been given a 10-year contract at Penn State. I definitely saw a rumor of uh, that uh, Billy Napier might be already signed for Florida. Yeah, but they're, yeah, but they're announced. They didn't announce like after the regular season ends or something. Seeming that seems to be what people are thinking. Well, it's not official yet, but yeah, uh, yeah. Florida yeah. just got some like one of the best defensive tackle recruits in the nation, which seemed like a very today, which seemed like a very bizarre timing of like. Didn't they have like two have different a, ones? Like they a don't have a head coach. <laughs> I think that I think what that means him. is that I think what yeah. that means is that somebody has told him who well, the next head coach is going to be. Obviously, yeah. uh-huh. okay, okay, and he must like that news, so he committed. Hey, so how much does Franklin get now? Do we say? Do we know? Uh, eight point eight million dollars a year, eighty million dollars, ten years. Good God! All right, it's I mean, it's no it's no Mel Tucker money. Yeah. God. <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of coaches getting raises this offseason. There's gonna be a lot of rich coaches in the big Big East that don't win anything. Mel Tucker earned his raise this week. (laughs) The Big Ten is like taking like they looked at what the SEC has been doing for like ten years and decided they wanted to do that. And that being overpay these coaches with massive buyouts that will hurt the programs in a couple years. You know what's gonna happen? Yes. You know what's going to happen? So James Franklin signed a 10-year contract. They're going to fire him within three, probably. Yeah. Also, that his buyout is that they have to pay him every cent that he's owed out if they fire him. Like, So they fire him in year three. They owe him seven years of salary. Did they actually do that? Yes. But the, but if They owe him but the if full it, amount remaining. If they fire him, but if another team comes and gets him, it's the pretty buyout's low. way low. After three years, it's only like $2 million. Yeah, which is nothing. Wait, why would they have to pay if another team steals them? No, the other team has to pay that buyout. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. 
but it degrades every year. It's like the first year, it's like twelve million, then it goes to like six, and then it's like to two, and then I think every year it has like one I mean, million dollars. You say that like is okay, but I mean, I think that's how he will be probably fired because I mean, I mean, it didn't it get a little dicey one one year last Maybe year. Not last year. Last year. Last year was a COVID year. There were what, like three wins or something, two or three wins, I think. And they improved to six. Mm-hmm. Or what? Where are they at? Is it six right now? What's the appeal? They have seven. Franklin. Points. I want to know what the appeal of Franklin is. Uh, he's a very good recruiter. He's just not a very good uh game day coach. He's a good recruiter. He's, he's recruited Penn State very, very well. Now, developing that talent and utilizing that talent in a game is a whole different story. Yeah. Oh, there, I guess there's a, also <laughs> news on Hugh Freeze. Did you see this? Yeah. He got an extension, and Liberty's paying him four four million dollars a year. Yeah. So he's probably gonna. I'm assuming that that gets them a bigger buyout when a bigger program comes along and gets them. Which I don't know. That still might happen this year. There's a lot could. of programs up there now. It could. All right. Let's talk about last week's games uh, before we. Spend too much talk time on this, so talk about them. Last Tuesday, we had Western Michigan favored by five and a half. Eastern Michigan and Eastern won 22-21. Wednesday, we had Northern Illinois favored by one and a half at Buffalo. And uh, Northern Illinois, I guess the Huskies, or if I remember right. I forget what they are. Anyway, they won 33-27, so good job, Vegas. Thursday, we had Louisville favored by 20 at Duke. And they won 62-22, so poor old L- Lowell Duke. Duke. They got a good offense, I think. They're a quarterback, uh, kind of like a poor man's Lamar Jackson. Well, they'll be playing Kentucky this week, so be a little bit harder. I mean, way harder than Duke, I guess. Mm. Um, ooh. Friday, we <laughs> had <laughs> Air Force at Nevada. Nevada was favored by two, and Air Force won 41 39. So good job, Air Force, I guess. Memphis. More like Chair Force. Chair Force. Oh, got him. Memphis was at Houston's favorite by nine and a half. They won 31-13. So good job, Vegas, there. You got it again. Saturday, we had Iowa State at Oklahoma, favorite by four and a half, and they won 28-21. So Vegas just on a roll this week, apparently. Texas was at West Virginia. Oh, boy. Sorry, Texas. Y'all, y'all are busted or something. You're back. West Virginia was favored by two and a half. They won thirty-one to twenty-three, and um, there was a yeah. There was someone wrote a little tweet, and it's probably at this point a week or two old. But they, they it was a long list of like the things that have happened since that guy went on the podium, and and yelled, uh, "We're back!" Which was the same night that uh, their mascot tried to kill George's mascot. Mm-hmm. Um. Thanks, Georgia, for that. It was bad. It was a very bad list. It was like fired a coach, gone like 10 wins, 20 losses. It's not, that's not right. But um, one line was about the the monkey, of course. Um, Yeah, it's it's Texas. What are you doing? There you go. All right. yeah, Texas uh, has a problem. Apparently, they're trying to redo their half the roster this offseason somehow. So we'll see how that goes. I'm assuming getting a lot of transfers. Very the, easy to do in college football, as we know. Just flip it, your roster in a, in a year. Yeah. 
in one a year. year. Well, kind of somewhat easier now. It's easier, but yeah. Yeah. Has anyone? Is there a limit on the amount of transfers you can get in? I no. think the most you can get in total. Is it still tied to the scholarship yearly limit? I believe right now the total that you can conceivably get is thirty-five, with counting transfers. Uh, that I think it's somewhere around twenty-five for like uh, kids out of high school, but I think you can get around ten for transfers. But I'm. That's what I've seen the recruiting people say is like around 35. So anyway, Arkansas was at Alabama's favorite by 20 and a half. They did not cover. They went 42 to 35. So uh, yeah, go ahead and start talking, Mike. And the rest of us uh, will catch some Z's for a minute. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Tom will. Tom, Tom will. Tom, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just uh, up and down Frankenstein kind of a season. Um, it's weird how a Bill O'Brien offense can like have a quarterback throw for the most yards in school history by a lot and still kind of seem not not that explosive. And uh and the defense, you know, as usual, it's up and down as well, and this is a down week and I don't know. Okay. I think I think Alabama like outgained them by like two hundred yards. So it's weird that it's a seven-point game. Yeah. Oh, well. Let's just beat Auburn and see what happens. Yeah. Um, it seemed like, uh, yeah, this game was, this game was close. Like it, I mean, obviously the score indicates it was a one-possession game. But, yeah. I mean, it um, got to like 17 points around right after halftime. So it's kind of like a, it almost was like the usual Alabama game where, you know, they just blow out a team and then it just kind of went the other way a little bit. Yeah. They came back some. So it was, uh, it was fun to watch as a, uh, as a non fan, just to see a, a halfway decent yeah. game. But um, I, I, I know people like watching like a, was a field goal safe defense, give up a, a fake touch, uh, a fake field goal touchdown. That was, that's just outstanding. I just like watching chaos. If it's not my team, this the yeah. crazier the better, honestly. But uh, anyway, so let's uh, let's talk about the next game. Uh, Cincinnati got some of what they needed, so they they played SMU, and uh, Cincinnati was favored by twelve, and they kind of did what they probably needed to do for the committee. They they actually had a a game befitting of a playoff aspirational team. They won forty eight to fourteen. Um, not really sure what else to say about that other than Cincinnati kind of did what you would, you would want them to do if you were going to try to prop them up as being a playoff team. They finally mm-hmm. beat a, a, a halfway decent team by a, a big score. So there you go. 48, 14. Good job, Cincinnati. You have temporarily earned your spot in the top four and we'll see how you get screwed out of it at the end of the year. But which you should, I mean, I'm fine giving them a spot. I'd rather see them there than Notre Dame. I mean, yeah, Dame. Of course, you'd say that because, well, you probably be, would be playing them, but I'd be fine playing Notre Dame. That'd ne- be an easier neither, game. Yeah, neither of them uh, pose a threat to Georgia, but yeah, we're good. Cincinnati has deserved uh, this if they go undefeated. I mean, they beat Notre Dame, so enough said. Uh, they have they have the the matchup on the field to show that. So anyway, Virginia at Pitt, they were favored by fourteen. They won forty eight thirty eight. So Vegas doesn't get them all right, but uh, Pitt's still chugging along. 
Kenny Pickett, as far as I know. Uh, Oregon at Utah. Oh, boy. Utah is favored by three, and Oregon Ooh. just completely Ooh. shit the bed. And uh, that game Utah. was, like, out of control early. It could have. Like, the thing is, that game was much worse than the 38-7 score indicates. Like, it could have been 60 to nothing if Utah really, I don't know, if they moved a little quicker on offense, possibly. Um, it, it was yeah. It was the kind of game that, like, if you watch, like, five minutes of it, you just, like... There's you knew there was no chance Oregon was in this. I None. Mean, everything went against them and for Utah, like to the point that Utah decides to call a timeout with like 11 seconds left before halftime, and it kind of feels mm-hmm. like a petty, like you know, we're beating you by like 20 points, 21 points right now. I'm just gonna call a timeout to make you punt this ball. Oh, we're gonna return it for a touchdown and go up 28 to nothing. I would say that the only thing that Oregon won in this game is that they didn't have the worst uniforms for a change. <laughs> yeah. I it actually, Utah. Utah's worst yet. I turned the channel and I was concerned that it was like a different game because Utah has some kind of red. They're, yeah, normally. They're, yeah. This is like a, they've stole the uniforms from Army. It was bad. I I did not like those uniforms at what? all. I mean, it's those Under helmets were badass. They were hand painted uh, okay. battleships on their helmet. They're awesome. But what does Utah have to do with? It was the USS Salt Lake. Okay, but I just didn't like. I didn't like the gray. But whatever. Okay. I mean, cool. Patriotism. Blah blah blah. The hel- Great. No, the helmets. But... I, whatever. I'm not talking about. I'm just talking about specifically the helmets. The helmets were badass because they were. <laughs> they were hand-painted were or these cool hand-painted helmets the helmets were fine i was talking more about the jerseys honestly i did not care for those at all i thought they looked like shit uh it's also under armory and i don't i don't think that they make good good stuff really uh for the most part Correct. for college um anyway, anything, so i don't think under armor makes any good i was trying to think of anything that they make i mean maybe in soccer but I, I don't know anybody that uses under armor for that it's all nike and adidas anyway uh game of the week um, we had Michigan State, uh, Sparty at Ohio State, favored by 19, and they won 56 to seven. You actually had this. This, good God! And in his defense, it was a top ten matchup, <laughs> and it was Chicken Shit Saturday. So, what else is he going to pick up? Arkansas, Alabama. No, well, we, we didn't, didn't think know that, that was going to be close. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't know that. We didn't know Alabama was secretly bad. I was at the Clemson game, and I remember like checking uh, scores from other games, and it was like, I don't know, 10 minutes into the game, and Ohio State was already at 28 nothing. And I was like, I was what's going was, on? I was going to say it was probably three or four touchdowns at that point. Yeah. Ohio State beat Michigan State by more than Georgia did like an FCS team. No, it was actually the same score. But yes. It was the same, same score, 6-7? Yeah. But it was... Is, is, is uh, Prairie View West like number seven in the nation, or, or what? No, we're uh, let's let's keep focused on this game. I know the I know the I know that we're we're living rent free in your in your mind right now, but let's talk about this game. <laughs> I'm talking about why is Michigan State seven? Well, they uh, were they were uh, undefeated prior to this, right? So yeah. like no, they had one loss. They did they have one? Oh what com- yeah, yeah. yeah. What conference right. did they play in, by the way? They lost to Purdue. Remember. Uh, yeah, yeah, they play in the biggest conference, the Giant Slayer Purdue, and they beat Michigan by four points. <laughs> and okay, so I, 
Yeah, that but they shouldn't Michigan, have. Michigan giving the giving the game away. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, okay. It really when's the win? Finally, it really feels like we come back down to earth for the Big Ten. They had all these top teams, and you figure, oh, they're, they've got just all these ta- all these really good teams. No, it's still just Ohio State, and then well, everybody. Okay, I'll say this before I move into the game. I have enjoyed the narrative over the last few days of because Ohio State blew out Michigan State, that just says Michigan State's not very good at all. But because Alabama played mm. a close game to Arkansas, it just says that Arkansas is actually a close, a good team. So no, how did Ohio I'm State played? So I'm, but, saying but, I'm not saying you. Issues. I'm saying the media is saying that. So I'm saying if Ohio State had played a close game to Michigan State, the narrative wouldn't be, oh, that Michigan State's not very good at all. The narrative would have been like, oh, you know, that's a good Michigan State team they beat. Not, oh, that Michigan State team's basically a. a I mean. Michigan State's just one-dimensional. Here's the funny thing, though. Here's the funny thing, though. If Michigan State played Ohio State close, they wouldn't say anything about Michigan State. They'd say, maybe Ohio State's not that great. Yeah, That's true. I imagine that it'd be slightly slightly different if it was like a 20 to nothing or 20 to 7 first half and Ohio State just kind of barrel rolled them. All these points came in the first half. This game was like 42 nothing. It was 49 nothing at half. Well, well, what? What happened was they they Ohio, Ohio State had to find something else to do for half a game. Uh-huh. Ohio State went up so early that basically they they couldn't run anymore. They had to pass it, and their quarterback sucks. So yeah, well there was a like, so okay there was this is maybe the most uh, systematic ass beating I've seen Ohio State give a team since the Wisconsin Big Ten championship game on just from complete domination on both sides of the ball. Uh, early in that game, Michigan State, even before they were down, you know, 14, 21, 28 points, came out throwing like every down, and their entire offensive game plan made no sense at the start. They didn't even try to run uh, or establish the run at all. They were just like, well, I guess we're going to try to pass it, but their quarterback sucks. So I don't yeah. know what they were, why that was the game plan. Like, I understand our secondary is not that good, but you got to, you, you have to know who you are and play your play your brand of football. Right, like, hey, we we yeah. run the ball. We're running team. You can't get cute. You just you line up and you smack them in the mouth. And when you deviate from that, this is what happens. <laughs> Be true to yourself. That's what Michigan State taught everyone. I mean, C.J. Stroud had like 420 yards in the first half and six touchdowns and two mm-hmm. incompletions. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- that offense looked uh, amazing. The defense looked and, amazing. And you, and you say and you say two incompletions, and I'm thinking, well, it was probably like on 20 or 25 passes. He still he found a way to have thirty five pass attempts in the first half. Oh yeah, I mean that's like that's a full game for him. It, I think he averages like thirty four. I mean, day was day was had to, he day was trying to make committee. He was daring them to put us at two. I think that yeah. was the mindset of that game. Was like, well, you know, fuck them. We're gonna see if they'll actually do it. Did Michigan State like just go three and out like every time? Uh, they had a missed field goal, and then they had uh, a fumble, and that was like their first two possessions was like a missed field goal and a fumble, which that that put them behind twenty eight nothing real quick. So, uh, yeah, Michigan State went let's see three and out one two three four times in the first half. Uh, so it they it's just, the, I, I just figure Ohio State has to have a lot of possessions. To get that many passing attempts, it, it was uh, twelve to uh, twelve to thirty-six first downs. Good God! Uh, Michigan State was five for sixteen on third down. 
I, I mean, it was bad. Not great. I mean, high state, high state had like 550 yards at halftime. Uh, that was an ass beaten. And uh, I'm glad they paid Mel Tucker $95 million uh, literally right before that. That that was the joke if had he signed it yet or not. I guess, did he? he I don't know. I have no idea. But here's what I'm yet. saying is that Michigan State and Penn State both play each other this week, and the winner actually gets to sign their contract. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they uh, Michigan State helped your guys' uh, defensive numbers out some because. Really By the great. way, if, if if that actually was true, uh, there's got to be more than a handful of people on each program hoping they lose because they realize how dumb those contracts are. Um, Especially anything- with if you're saying that Franklin's is like he can't get fired or he's getting paid eighty million dollars or whatever it was. Andrew, anything else on this before we move on? Uh, Chris Olave set the uh, Ohio State uh, career touchdown record beating David Boston's. Cool. In that game. So there you go. All right. Your turn of the week was very turdy, and we nailed this one. Proud of it. Florida was favored by eight and a half at Mizzou. Turdy, but, but interesting. It was more fun to watch than the game of the week. And Mizzou won 24 to 23 and uh, Eli Drinkwitz came mm-hmm. to his press conference uh, <laughs> wearing like he had his, his hood up on it on his hoodie and had some like lightsaber type thing. And may the force be with you or some yeah. shit like that. And uh, oh, yeah. which is a reference to Dan Mullen coming dressed up as Vader last year after they in the press conference after they beat Missouri. So actually a reference to Star Wars, I, Andy, but sure. Yeah. Yes, I would have. I would have maybe uh-huh. said how the game ended. I think it was in overtime. Uh, instead of tying it and going for more overtime, as you went for the kill and made it, I think. I think that's how this game ended. It ended. Was, wasn't it was like two, the, the quarterback like threw up a kind of like a prayer. And that, uh, he was he was falling backwards yeah. on a two point yeah. conversion, and the and the guy catches it in the end zone on unguarded. Yeah, <laughs> receiver. Yeah, he's just wide open. But uh, but yeah, the he's falling backwards and just kind of lobs it up in the air in oh. uh Somebody's there. Um, I'm going to try quickly to see what I find. Uh, today, uh, that coach, Drink, had like a little, you know, radio yeah. interview. And, th- and this you have it. He had a quote that he wasn't, he didn't specifically say or call out Dan Mullen, but he basically did. I'm trying. Here it is. Um, he, yeah, uh, well, shit, what day was it? It was today, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, this happened today. Um. Yeah, he said that it was a it was an interview with a radio station in I got it. He it was a radio station in Florida, and he said my father was a farmer, and there's an old saying: you reap what you sow. If you sow kindness, you reap kindness. If you sow jackass, you reap jackass. And that's so. referring to Doris Mullen last year. Yeah, and him coming out that way again. I guess this year. So. <laughs> yeah, that I I mean. I, I, I kind of respect that. Um, Drinkwood seems seems all right. I mean, I don't know wh- what Missouri should really expect from him other than, you know, probably eight and four seasons at best, maybe occasionally seven. a nine and three. I uh, mean, stretch. The, East is, the East is pretty bad. He can probably get 10 wins if he wanted to. Yeah, sure. Um, all right. So that game happened. Mullen is gone. Trying to think of anything else to say. Yeah, the two point uh, try that uh, that worked at the end of the game was I, I don't know. It seemed obvious that Mullen was going to be gone if he lost that game, and you could see like when he when he lost, it was 
it, it was probably headed that way anyway, but I mean, losing to Missouri is just, it's not great. Also, is it first year head coach or second year? He might've, might be right. second year because of COVID. Yeah. COVID. But still, I mean, they went to the SEC championship last year. Yeah. I think it's insane that Florida fired Dan Mullen, but that's neither here nor there. I do and, not. I mean, they, uh, and they it was had like a seven point or six point game. I mean, it's against Alabama last year. So, yeah, but they also gave up 50 something points to Samford this year. Their recruiting think, is in the shitter. It was one year, you know, if it happens again next year, you can fire him. I think, you know, I, 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 the way these contracts and coaches things are going in college is, is we're on a pace where this shit's, uh, this whole house of cards is going to come tumbling down sooner yeah. or later. So there's uh, a tweet, there's a tweet and I do not know if it counted Mullen's buyout because it was a couple of days ago, um, that of just coaches that have been fired this year. Their buyouts combined is like $85 million. That's $85 million being spent to people to not do a job. It's the 97th highest GDP in the nation, in the world. Well, at least uh, it's going to be nice. It's really just boosters that we got to worry about, but they've got tons of money. So, yeah, well, they're just getting it from the government and when, you know, everything so. else. So, sure. Um, also, um, I forget who it was. It was one of the people in, uh, one of the national podcasts was talking about what they're hearing is that the roster at Florida is basically fucked for like three years. So I don't think that this was a, a one year thing. I don't think that you make the decision based off of that. Also they're oh. they have two wins in their past, uh, I think 11 power five games. So, I mean this, it, it started yeah. last year that they, they lost their last three games of last year. So this isn't new. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if I want to fully believe that I've heard others say that, it's okay. Now, it's not like a national championship winning roster right now, but it should be better than what it is. I feel like any time sure. Florida fires a coach, it's the the cupboard's bare every single time. So I, it's like boy cries wolf at some point. Well, he, he sucks at recruiting to the point where Urban did not take did not even send him out recruiting because he sucked at it so much when he was at Florida, apparently. So I mean, what, yeah. what were the recruiting rankings the past few years? It was like uh, about fifth or sixth in the SEC. It was around 12 to 15 in the country, which, yeah, is fifth or sixth in the SEC. I mean, which is I, I don't know. Basically I, I, they're good. Well, I don't know how you could say that's not recruiting well. You're recruiting more than like Florida, you should be top of the five. country. Florida, you should be top five, though, every year. But they should be. Should they? I mean, it's. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, I have to imagine it's not hard to like find your way, you know, maybe from fifth and like one or two players go somewhere else and you're like 10th or 11th. I mean, it's the spacing between like fifth and 12th or 15th. is probably smaller than we think. Florida is just like a Michigan delayed 10 years. Like they had their little, they had their little run in the mid aughts. But now the like, difference okay, is nothing. that the Michigan or Florida is the second, uh, has the second most recruits in the state behind California or is it but California? it doesn't matter anymore. It and doesn't Michigan doesn't. State, Michigan's national, like maybe top national, ten in the yeah, country. Like, national recruiting doesn't matter anymore with who, how many recruits are in your state. I'm just saying that you've if got so many in your backyard. You don't have to go anywhere if you don't want to. On maybe some of the like second tier states like Louisiana or Alabama or uh, the Carolinas, maybe, but like specifically Florida, Texas, and California. 
it's divvied up by the nation. So, it, I mean, Florida can get some Florida kids, but so is the other Florida schools. And so sure. is Georgia and Clemson and Alabama and LSU. And there's more than they can get. Ohio State. How many, how many Florida pe- players are in Ohio State right now? A bunch. The, the, the bigger thing is that if you have even a passing interest in recruiting, you should be able to get a top five class at Florida. Like, it, it's not hard. Uh, relatively speaking, I, like, um, there, there's some schools that they can work their ass off. Because three coaches have now not been able to do it. So, yeah. West Champ actually got pretty decent recruits. He just couldn't do anything on the field. Well, so, if you're only there for like two or three years, it's hard to like get any inroads with the high schools in your state. I mean, I don't. You get. Yeah, I don't weird. know. I could say, oh, you should be doing it every year and year out. Like first year head coaches should be getting top five classes. Doesn't make any sense. But Mullen's never been a good recruiter. He was in Mississippi State before this. He wasn't a good recruiter when he worked with Urban before. I don't know why anybody was expecting anything different from him. I will say it adds to the difficulty when you fire the coaches after like three or four years. After a decade of this, the the talent pool, you know, decides maybe not to take Florida on as a serious choice. Well, yeah, they they should have known what they were getting. I will add. I will, I will add. Um, the the whole firing Mullen thing really didn't pick up steam until that little conference or the radio show or interview where he did like, and hopefully for it. Well, it doesn't matter now. Uh, for his his sake, he said something like, uh, he didn't he he didn't want to talk about recruiting during the season. But he worded it like he doesn't recruit during the season. He no, he'll, he'll yeah. wait for after the season to recruit. I think There's everyone probably, knew what he was saying, but people were just being dumb about it. Yeah, but okay. but it, I will say like the whole like steam for this started around then. I think yeah. the difference is that most coaches that are top recruiters are happy to talk about recruiting midseason. Well, uh, they can't. They can't they well, recruit. Game. They can only say it. They can't talk about the unsigned players you can't talk about nobody was asking about unsigned players they were just talking about addressing the issues on the roster anyway so yeah i think that it it just showed that he did not have the focus on recruiting that that he really needed and that was specifically cited by their ad and why they fired him so yeah yeah, i think i I don't think we need to argue about that given that that was a reason for his firing by the ad after dark yes your Pac-12 after dark game was Arizona State favored by three at, at Oregon State. And Oregon State, Beavers won 24-10. Yay. Hey, 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 the Beavers. Let's talk about this week's games. Tonight, we got Western okay. Michigan f- favored by a four at Northern Illinois at seven on ESPNU. I have not looked at the scores to see how this is going. Anyone? But, uh, anyone? Uh, let's, no one really cares, probably, but I do. So No, you don't. Take no, a, you don't. I'll take a quick gander. It's uh, 35 to 14 Western Michigan. Great. Perfect. Currently. So Vegas um, is right. Yeah, really right. <clears throat> and we're in the fourth quarter. Um, anyway, Wednesday, we have no games. So just uh, enjoy, um, you know, making your Thanksgiving stuff, prepping that for the for the next day. Uh, pre-gaming. I not eating a lot. Yeah, I prep by not eating a lot and then showing up the next day. That's right. There we go. Stay out of the way. Yep. Uh, work on producing more COVID vaccine, maybe. That's right. You got it. That's right. Thursday, Thanksgiving Day. We got some. We got some games here. We got Fresno State, uh, kind of as your appetizer for Thanksgiving. Seven and a half uh, favored by Vegas um, at San Jose State at three thirty on FS1. And then the main attraction, the Egg Bowl. We got Ole Miss at Mississippi State. Actually, kind of a good game. Which this game always has a lot of hatred in it. 
which is fun to watch it, on Thanksgiving. Great, Mississippi it, State's favored. Interesting. Yeah, one and a half. It is. Um, it is strange. Like, I mean, this has been a long time rivalry, but yeah. he didn't pick up national attention until the last, you know, decade or so. I mean, and I totally I mean, missed this. The... I totally missed this. Where like there was that one game where the refs like called it unsportsmanlike on literally everybody on both teams. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, it picked up steam when Hugh Freeze was at Ole Miss and Mullen was at Mississippi State. So um, both teams were actually good, and people yeah. actually cared to watch it. Though. I mean, it's weird right. how that happens. The weird. very first national playoff uh, committee poll, first <laughs> first one had Ole Miss and Mississippi State in the top four. Uh-huh. That didn't last. And then there was obviously there was the the was Elijah Moore, you know, doing the whole dog dog leg pissing thing. God, that was great. Getting a foul called, which like we went to touchdown, and that's how they lost. God, I, I wish we could have more like uh, players imitating dogs pissing in the end zone. That'd be great. Um, you know that you know the whole well, dom the, the domino meme. You know, like this thing resulted in this thing. I need to find one. There was a good one that had like that dog penalty. You know, the little domino and the big domino is like getting Lane Kevin. Yes, or or like. <laughs> It was like almost like shattering the world type. It was like Texas effort. joins the SEC. It was like the whole. Thing. Yeah, that was it. Uh, Texas and Oklahoma joined the SEC. Yeah. Lane had some yeah. quote today that said uh, basically something like, "This is just a football game. Who really cares?" So <laughs> yeah. uh, if you thought that Lane Kiffin was long for the Ole Miss world, uh, yeah. Get yeah. your yeah. flight trackers coming out of there uh, starting in uh, three weeks. Where yep. would he go? Uh, who knows? Probably, uh, well, I would have said Florida, but it sounds like it's going to be Billy Napier. Um, also I forgot to say the time because we got stuck on something else. This is 7.30 on ESPN. And enjoy your fatness and watch the football. That's right. Uh, Friday. I get Thanksgiving dinner at like two o'clock or at like normal people time, but you know, uh, there's like first meal and second meal. Those are the leftovers later. So, uh, and just, uh, uh, I don't know. What, what do you call it? What's the, uh, the, I don't know. Like, like a stupor in between tryptophan stupor. That, that's the word. Uh, Friday, we got Iowa favored by one at Nebraska at one thirty on the big 10 network. And then we got, uh, Nebraska yeah. might have a chance. Cause Adrian Martinez is out. I mean, do you, you don't think that's actually going to help Nebraska? That's what I'm saying. They might have oh. a chance. Oh, okay. Okay. I <laughs> pick it up what you're throwing down now. Yep. Okay, so uh, Scott actually, Frost will be uh, forced to try somebody new. Nebraska was a three and a half point favorite going into that game, and then they oh. announced Martinez out, and it swung to Iowa. Oh, four and a half wow. point swing on Adrian Martinez. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right, Cincinnati's favored by fourteen at East Carolina at three thirty on ABC. Oh, not enough. No, probably not enough. Mizzou is at Arky, who's favored by fourteen and a half at three thirty on CBS. I kind of feel like that's a little too much. I think Arky wins, but I think Missouri's, I don't know. I feel like that should be like 10. They couldn't find a better SEC game to give us on Friday? Shit, man. I mean. It used to be the Iron Bowl, but. We're always at, we're always on ABC with Georgia Tech for some reason. And also Georgia Tech sucks. We're not going to get that slot, so. Um, yeah, but they, like Mike was saying, though, didn't the, the, uh, the Iron Bowl always used to be on Friday? It, that's what I remember for a while. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know. Well, my guess is CBS is. I can't remember if CBS did the Friday games or not. They'd oh, probably they rather have. Missouri, yeah. I guess they'd probably rather have uh, Alabama on, on Saturday. I don't know reasons. Whatever. Yeah, okay. 
whatever. UNC. Gary, Gary wanted to like have Friday off. Sure. Yeah. Uh, this uh, next one we got UNC at NC State for about five and a half at seven on Go ESPN. Sure. I need Clemson needs UNC <laughs> to win and uh, Boston College win the next day to go to the championship well, game. Yeah, good. That's you can crazy that there's a chance for that to happen. Uh yeah. I mean, there's the, a- the ACC yeah, circle, circle of suck. Of suck. Yeah, yeah, it's the circle of suck. So, yeah. um, Wazoo is uh, favored by one at Washington at eight on FS1. I feel like that's not enough, but what do I know? Apple Cup can be fun. It's probably going to be awful weather, which can I mean, be fun to watch on TV. In my I mean, opinion. Washington has been garbage this year, but Wazoo also has like no coaches. Wait, I thought that was the other way around. Well, Rizzo I guess they both the don't have got, coaches, right? Rizzo's the one that had let go of like half the coaching staff because of the vaccination mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Neither of them yeah, have you're right. coaches right now. And neither one of them have head coaches. Oh, God, that's, that's right. That that could also be turn of the week because for yeah. that fact. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> our other turn of the week is actual Israel Turdy, too. Um, battle for bowl eligibility. We'll, we'll oh, get there. I had to scroll down a while. Yeah. It's, uh, the choice we have is the same as a certain other Twitter thing. So Saturday we got uh, kicking it off at, at noon. We got um, and there, there is we'll, we'll get to the big nude Saturday later. But uh, first we got Georgia favored by thirty five at Georgia Tech at noon on ABC. Um, I it's a lot of points, yeah. But Georgia Tech sucks. Uh, Notre Dame beat them fifty five to nothing last week. Uh, if we want to, it could be like seventy, eighty, could be a hundred. I I don't yeah. know. Uh, we'll see you how this. It, not me. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. Uh, that field is, and also, uh, they were apparently practicing with Georgia Tech was practicing with crowd crowd noise this week, despite it being at Georgia Tech. But that's because they're going to be outnumbered four or five to one by Georgia yeah, fans. Yeah. So. I mean, Georgia Tech is weather fans in Atlanta. Georgia Tech is the ACC version of um, I mean, Vanderbilt. They barely have any fans when things are going well, and they're not going well. So, yeah. um, Alabama is favored by nineteen and a half at Auburn in the Iron Bowl at three thirty on CBS. Um, sure, but Bonix is not no gonna be playing. Bo Nix. No Bix. I mean, We've got a a broken Bonix. I mean, that's a similar point spread against Arkansas. I'm just saying, and it's that during here. I, you can't you can't get me to like not believe that some bullshit's not gonna happen at Jordan Hanger. I mean, I they lost to South Carolina last week. Mm-hmm. They lost to Penn State. So the only thing that yes, the this is the. I mean, they have a Alabama lot of should. Yeah. Alabama should win this, but there is always the the possibility of shenanigans. At, I hate calling yeah. it Jordan Hare, but I guess it's Jordan Hare. When um, Auburn's I, good, saying, am I saying it wrong? Or are we saying what, how, what? What? It's supposed to be okay. It's spelled Jordan Hare. They yeah, say Jordan Hare because oh, whatever. Because of draw. No, because of Shig Jordan saying, or how, whatever. How, how, how do I say Jordan? You said Jordan. Jordan. No, you don't. (laughs) You're really an Auburn fan. Jordan Hare. Jordan Hare. Jordan Jordan Hare. They say Jordan. Anyway, I I think it sounds stupid, so I I prefer saying Jordan Hare. Because, I don't know, American all. Anyway, um, Alabama should easily win this, but um, there there is always the possibility for, um, you know, rabbit's foot and, like, throwing a throwing a pass complete off somebody's helmet you know for a pick six or Or just like uh, shit like that Andrew in the past used to talk about like Urban's uh 
tight ass. Uh, oh, puckered yeah, asshole. All the time. You know. Urban Factor tight ass to take care of. Yeah. That's the name of the podcast. Um, but yeah. uh, I could see, you know, Saban. Should have been tight end. Back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Can't change it now. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it, it should. Uh, it should be an easy Bama win, but you can't, you can't rule anything out there. So it's watchable for that fact alone. Watchable. Watchable. All right. Okay. That's the, uh, that that's the height of how we're recommending this. It's watchable. You, you could watch this. Uh, that's at three thirty on CBS. I can't remember. If I mentioned that fact. Um, Oregon state at Oregon served by seven. And that's at three thirty on what? Wait, what, was what? The BTN? That that can't be right. <laughs> wow. I was wow. like, wait, wait, what? They were starving for content. Uh, we need more games. The, Get the Pac-12 stats. Is this is this a rival rivalry game? Rivalry, civil, civil war. Is this a, the whole point it's of the ESPN. alliance? Oh. Yeah, we're we're overextending the alliance. You can use our networks. People watch your game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's on the ESPN. Three thirty on the ESPN. Oh, and I, we probably didn't do the joke yet about. Saying the word r- rival, rival, we week, rival, we week, rival, we because uh, was it uh, I'm hunting, Greg, Greg McElroy, <laughs> Marriage were hosting Fine Bomb and they had issues saying rival, rival, we. It's hard to say, okay, when you say it quickly, it's hard to say rivalry, rivalry week. week. Uh-huh. Rival, rivalry. Have Katie rivalry say it. Rivalry so. week. I don't know. Did she say ri- rivalry she say week? Rivalry week. She loved. Marriage. Oh, no. Oh. The vaccine is out. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, I was not right, offering so, vaccines tonight, so she went home. No. Oh. Uh, Penn State is favored by one at Sparty at three thirty on oh. ABC. Highly Woo. watchable game. Uh, sure, it's going to be miserable. It's in uh-huh. East Lansing. Yeah, yeah. It's always miserable there. Um, also, there's going to be a game on. So you can watch that if you feel like watching a rock fight, I guess. Uh, Clemson Winner also... signs the contract. It's going to be lowered in a briefcase from the ceiling <laughs> at the end of the game for the coach to sign. I prefer to think that it's going to be... Uh, uh, What's well, like parachuted in? Like It's going to be like one of those like SEAL teams that comes in and delivers like the game ball before a big game or something like that. Actually, it's for that. It's going to be part of that dumbass trophy that they play for that land grant trophy. <laughs> the land grant, it, the bowling like, trophy. The contracts attached to that trophy. The contract is the contract like just the next step of the level to build this tower. If you pull the bowling guy at the top, it opens up a secret compartment in the bottom that un- has a scroll in it. That is the contract. That's right. Yep. There's this um, there's this it's puzzle a- game, a video game on uh, like iPhone. The room. the room it's this the, that trophy is just a, a puzzle from the room yeah exactly i like to think that the that the contract in this bowling trophy is written on an old like bowling card like scorecard do you think it could fit on there mm, not all maybe. not all the terms most okay. of the terms just like an iou eight million yeah. for 10 years that's it See check yes or no Check yes yeah. or no? Okay. Yeah. 
Have you checked it, checked it inside to see if Mike D'Antonio's not in there? <laughs> well, he, he makes a quick exit. It's hard to tell if he's there or if he's not. TBH. Um, all right, next that, game. That, that was also a hidden joke, uh, Mike and Mike joke. Well, they, he also vanished that one time in that infamous gif on the sideline. Anyway, uh, Clemson was favored or is favored by 11.5 at uh, South Carolina at 7.30 on SEC Network. Tom, is this the smallest point spread for this series in like eight years? Uh, I wish I remember the spreads. Uh, maybe. Maybe since. So Clemson has a six game win streak right now. Uh, probably would have been seven if we played them last year. So probably they've all been pretty big spreads. I don't know. I I should feel a lot better about this game than I do, but it's a rivalry game. Ooh, almost didn't get it. And um, yeah, so you never know what's going to happen. But I think South Carolina does not have a great run defense, and Clemson is the only thing they can do is run the football. So I think we'll be okay. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. Cool. I'm sure we'll hear more about this game in the Pickums. Uh, right. Maybe. Maybe. Kentucky. Kentucky at Louisville is favored by two and a half at 730 on ESPN two moving a little quicker. Oklahoma at Oklahoma state uh, bedlam. Uh, they're favored by four at 730 on ABC. That is your night watch game. Not that night, like, unfortunately night watchman. I don't know why it feels like Okie should be Okie lie or state should be favored by a little bit more. They well, should, but they haven't won in like 20 years. Yeah. I guess yeah. I think it's the whole like yeah the the recent history type type deal yeah theoretically okay. Oki Light should win this but like they've won twice in the past twenty years do you, you know, I mean I mean does yeah. Oklahoma have to like find a third quarterback to throw in because the first two have like fallen apart on them or maybe yeah all right. It's- Next game, we got Notre Dame, and we're we're including this on here for for funsies because both the it, it used to be a an important game. We're in we're not, we don't need to say anything on this really. Notre Dame favored by nineteen and a half at Stanford at eight on Fox. Uh, so for old time's sake, for anybody that cares about that rivalry game, um, also we got BYU favored by six and a half at USC at ten thirty on ESPN. Kind of a low key halfway decent game uh, late Saturday. Halfway decent. Considering USC doesn't have a coach yet. Uh, your game of the week. We got Ohio State favored by eight at Michigan. The Big House at 12 on Big Nude Saturday on Fox. Andrew, what do you got? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I still feel scarred by the 90s, but also the euphoria of the of the 2000s and the 2010s of this rivalry. Uh, I, I go between like, oh, no, we're, we're going to have to lose one at some point versus, oh, my God, they're never going to actually beat us. Uh, and I've looked back back and forth like nine times this week on this feeling. Uh, I mean, your feelings are very similar to what I have for Alabama, Tennessee. Yeah, Michigan is Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they are. Eventually, it'll happen, but yes. I don't think this is the year. No, it's gonna happen at some so point, and it's gonna happen at the most inopportune time. Okay, and mm-hmm. uh, why can't that. why can't that time be now? Yeah, why can't it be now? Uh, I mean, this is going to be the best D-line that Ohio State's played all year. Maybe the best defense. Oh, it's not the best secondary, I don't think. Uh, but it's the, definitely the best D-line Ohio State's played all year. Uh, this is by far the best offense that Michigan's played all year. Uh, I think that's true for any team that Ohio State will play. Uh, that'll be the statement. But, 
Andy know, will tell can... you if you play Georgia that Georgia plays their uh, offense <laughs> in practice every week, and that's the best offense they play all year. Uh, I, you know, I think if if the high state's O line, which is pretty good, can neutralize uh, Hutchinson and uh, I'm not gonna try to say that guy's name because I'll butcher it, uh, then I think that they'll have a fighting chance. I, I don't. Michigan's running game is it exists. Uh, in the last two weeks, sure. Michigan's passing games picked up a little bit. Uh, I, I don't really know what to think of this game. I think, you know, Andy's got the advanced stats here. I think that, and it's showing 42 to 33, which I think is probably high yeah. for Michigan. I think it's high for Michigan. Yeah. Uh, and if Michigan has a chance to win this game, they have to keep a high state under 28 points. I don't think that'll happen. I, also I don't think, think it's going to happen. 42 might be low for Ohio state. Yeah, so I don't I don't know. I mean, uh, the, also coming to both these teams had really good games last week. Uh, uh, I think, you know, hopefully and now CJ Stroud has the, you know, he's the front runner for the Heisman now, according to betting odds. And you just don't right? He's a freshman. You don't want his head getting too big. You don't want him to to lose sight of, of what he knows. So hopefully it doesn't happen. Hopefully day can keep him together. I mean, this this team is really young between the running back and quarterback are both freshmen. And the defense is all pretty young, uh, so it should be a good game. Uh, I hope we beat them by thirty thousand points. So, yeah, okay. naturally, that's what you hope you do to your rival. Um, I do not think it's going to be as close as this indicates. I don't know if we need to get into the super advanced stats, but yeah, forty-two to thirty-three is what. And this is stats of war. Uh, we've mentioned this for a while now. Uh, you can look up his game previews for everybody out there on the twitters. Stats O War. It's not of Stats O War. Um, pretty good shit, and all their all the raw numbers are out there. Um, oh, so this one's this one's nice to to see. Yeah, he's got like a breakdown uh, on what that shit was. I I watched it on YouTube, and I was just like, what? What is, echo, what is the echo ratio? I'd, I I that's what I watched his video for because he has like a, a tutorial. If you go to his profile, it's like a pinned thing. Like this is what the fuck this shit means, basically. It's, and I was just kind of like, okay, it's the ratio of productive drives in the game. Essentially, yes. It's like it's a measure of productivity. Yes. Uh, anyway, what this looks like is offense. Yeah, Ohio State clearly better. Um, Michigan defense is pretty uh, is solid. They're better against the pass than they are the rush. Um, their defensive success rate on pass is three and twenty nine for rushing. Um, they're probably going to meet their match this week with the number one EPA uh, for pass on offense in Ohio State. So it's kind of a good on good matchup there. Um, I think Ohio State's going to be better off in that category. Um, and then they're. Their offense is actually not awful. They're 27th overall EPA, whereas Ohio State's number one EPA. Um, yeah, it just it still doesn't look like this is not a betting advice podcast, but I think that it it seems conservative to uh, to think that Ohio State scores more than more than the 42 projected here, and that Michigan does not score the 33 that they're projected here. So if you're able to get Ohio State at eight, that seems like pretty easy money, in my opinion. But I'm not betting on it. Huh? Anything else on this before we move on to Tour of the Week real quick? That's it. That's it. Okay, Tour of the Week. Uh, your battle for bowl eligibility. Both these teams, five and six. We got Florida State at Florida, who's favored by two and a half, and that's at noon on ESPN. Might be fun to watch just for um, no, just for watching a turd and no. to see if they, if they get there. Why not? Sometimes I want to see a turd. 
no. You ever want to see a turd? Uh, um, pack 12. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just trying to move on so we get this shit yeah. done. Uh, uh, Pack 12. I got one thing after Pack 12, just real quick, but go ahead. Okay. Pack 12 after dark. We got Cal at UCLA. It's favored by seven, and that's at 1030 on FS1. So tune in to, uh, to that if you want to watch Pack 12 after dark. Um, there you go. What you got, Mike? Pack 12 after Sark. I was just going <laughs> to add a uh, little unfortunate news. Um, a local mm. uh, writer named Cecil Hurt for the Tuscaloosa News Longtime Alabama beat writer, one of the best in the business. He unfortunately passed away after like a short hospital stay with like pneumonia and complications. Um, so saw that that was earlier today. It sucks. He was he was a real good writer. He was a good writer. Um, also not COVID related. Before anybody jumps to any so. conclusions, they, was no, this COVID they, related? No, they said it was not. They said it was. They specifically said not COVID related. It was pneumonia and it is obviously tragic. And I'm a UGA fan was very familiar with Cecil Hurt. Uh, I think he's a great writer. So the newspaper he's at, or like was like on the same level sports department as like the AG, AGC and, um, and other, I mean, he's, he's one of the giants of like that industry. All right. Yep. Indeed. All right. Um, Andrew, what questions do we have? Uh, oh, shoot. I just had them. Sorry. Uh, okay. First up, a uh, Florida fan asks, where does Dan Mullen go? Power five head coach job? G5 head coach job? P5 coordinator? Coordinator. Well, the last one. Coordinator. Coordinator yep. analyst for a year and then coordinator. One of the two. That's my no. opinion. NFL passing game coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Kentucky fan asks, have you gotten out your pocketbook yet? He says specifically to me, I guess. Have I gotten out my pocketbook yet for day, given what Tucker and Franklin are reportedly about to get paid? Uh, yeah, no one was more excited over the uh, news of uh, Mel Tucker and James Franklin's massive contracts than Ryan Day, who only makes $6.5 billion a year. Uh, that man is about to get paid this offseason. Yeah, same with Kirby's about to get a huge raise after this shit. Yeah. Do you think Day yeah. is like a lifetime college coach? Do you think he wants to jump to the NFL at some point? Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't know I about don't, that one. I, I don't know. I think. I think if I think hmm. he he's very choosy. If the, I don't think he would be like, oh, I'll go take the Jets job, right? Yeah. I think if if the, <laughs> the right Lions. job, yeah, if the right <laughs> job opened up, I could see him taking it. But I don't think he's like licking his chops to get out of here. I. I mean, know, he's got a pretty good gig ready. as it is. Like, I yeah. mean, generally the good jobs in the NFL don't open up. Right. So. But I don't know why you'd leave a really good position you have and got the good thing going here to go like right coach the the Lions to well, get chewed up and spit out in two well, years. OK, super fair. Places. But also the big selling point is, hey, you don't have to recruit. Yeah, yeah but you but... do other things. And and it's harder. And like Andy said, like you basically get like a year or two to figure it out. If not, that tough shit. You're out. Yeah, the, you're, you're fucking out they're, they're not giving you any chances in the NFL. Well, I mean, that's college is the same way. Well, I mean, I yes, I just feel like the NFL has an even shorter, maybe even shorter route. But hey, yes. Ne- next question. Uh, do a uh, Virginia fan maybe uh said, "Who is the current player with the best shoe game?" 
I don't know if we know anything about shoe games for anybody. That really. one uh, LSU player that oh. got his shoe ripped off. Oh, the one the that Marco Wilson. And, and then that was thrown. the best. That was cleat? the best shoe game. The cleat yeet. The cleat yeet. Yeah. I will take the <laughs> question literally. What is the best shoe game? The cleat yeet game. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we know enough about the college players really to know about uh, uh, shoe games. I think. And yeah. also Dan Mullen's shoe game, pretty on point. <laughs> His pant game, not so much because he's wearing yeah. these uh, Jinko uh, khakis. Uh, and then a uh, Texas fan who asked this before the CFP rankings came out, but we will answer it anyways. Uh, will Cincinnati make it in the playoffs if they beat ECU and Houston, or do they still need help? I think they're in. Once they're in the top four, I don't see anything that can uh, move them out with what the current slate looks like. I would like to see. Th- I would like to think that they're in. That I, I don't looking know. at all the scenarios, there's not really scenarios where someone can jump them from who's behind them if they win out. There's not a scenario where they should jump them. Well, yeah. What I about, think if Okie State wins out, they will jump them. I it, that's what I'm thinking too. If they, but I also don't think Okie State's going to win out. So I think but, it's okay, kind of a moot point. Can, I think that can happen, but like, but then if Bama loses, that's two spots open, right? Yeah, okay, and then so they're going to move Notre Dame into one of them. I'm up to the situation: Alabama beats Georgia. Yeah. Georgia obviously yeah. will probably stay in. Yep. Uh, yeah. Ohio State wins. Well, then Alabama's in. That's three. Yeah. So it becomes, will like Oklahoma State jump Cincinnati? Yeah. If they win out, they probably do. I don't, I don't think they should, considering the committee currently thinks that Oklahoma State is the seventh best team. But, uh, they have to play Oklahoma and Baylor. Highly of Oklahoma. Do you think the committee would do some shenanigans if Alabama beats Georgia to, to make it so that either Alabama or Georgia are not, like, because, if, if things stay the same, right, Ohio State would move to one, and so you'd have Alabama. I think they Georgia would move Bama to one. You think? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If Bama beat Georgia, they'd move Bama to one. Yeah, they would. I don't know. Ohio State's looking really good right now. I think if Ohio State keeps like, yeah, okay, so Alabama beat Georgia, but you know Ohio State is about to beat uh, supposedly two ten top ten teams or two top five teams, I guess. In I back, mean, back weeks, right? If Ohio State goes out here and does what they just did to Michigan State versus Michigan, then I think that's a different conversation. They have, All I'm asking yeah. is, will they try to, everyone has to, to avoid against, a rematch between Alabama and Georgia in the first round? True. But everyone has to realize that everyone has a lot to make up the ground from Georgia. Like, Georgia's that far ahead. Yeah. yeah. Well, so Are right. they that far ahead if they lose? Uh, They would drop out of one. Is Maybe. that what you're saying? Who knows? Well, we don't if know. Georgia, if Georgia loses, that means they're only top twenty-five win. Well, I guess they'd have two because they have Arkansas. So, but I, I, I have a feeling Arkansas is probably going to lose again. It would anyway, have to be whatever. this week. It would it be would, Missouri. It would be, a, it would be an interesting conversation. All anyway, right, we'll, we'll see. Okay, uh, we have a we have an email. Ooh. We have an update. Okay, just came in an hour ago. Yes. Uh, from Katie. Okay. Subject Who's line two. I don't know. Subject line is two uh, poop emojis. <laughs> <laughs> Says, hey, y'all. No hey, poop y'all. No poop allowed on the assembly line. Exclamation point. I keep my areas clean. Winking face. <laughs> <laughs> Happy right. Thanksgiving, Katie. Thanks, I Katie. I forgot that Mike had talked about poop on the factory floor until uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. she reminded me. 
I was trying to remember what the reference was to, yeah, but I was yeah, appreciating was that she like, keeps her. I was I was just glad that she practices good hygiene in her work area is all yeah, that well, I was thinking. She also listens to the podcast to the end. Yeah. Hey, if you got time to one clean, of you got time to clean. Yeah. I always <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, quite a quite a tight ship you're you're running there, Tom. All right, well, so hey, man. Let's do pickums. <laughs> All right, pickums. Uh, yeah. Get this out of the way first. We had our first uh, undefeated six and zero pick for this season uh, so far. I think we've had a couple in the past, but this is the first one this season. Mike went six and zero, so there you go. Yay, Mike! Good job. Uh, Yay. So Wake Forest, Clemson. Uh, Tom and the coin pick Wake Forest. Wrong. Uh, wow. yeah. Michigan and Ohio State. Myself, Tom and the coin said uh, that Ohio State would not cover nineteen. Boy. That was even close. Yeah. Uh, Iowa State at OU. Uh, Tom and the coin picked ISU. That was wrong. Uh, Vatek Miami. Miami was an eight-point favorite. Uh, Mike and Tom said they would cover. They did, but I think they won by 12. 12, yeah. Uh, West Virginia, Texas. I said Texas would win. It was also your Lockhart cool pick. The Texas win by two scores. <laughs> uh, that was wrong. Oh, also, Andy's uh, go dog sick and wolf wolf was that Ohio State would win by 25 or more points. So way to go, Andy. Yeah, no. I couldn't remember what that was for because you didn't even say uh, what it was. Also, I, yes, I know what it's for. Okay, well, well, it's all in my head. We won't remember that uh, next year when we look back on this for posterity reasons. We never will. If you looked at last year's at all, no, nope. Uh, Oregon at Utah. Andy and Mike picked Utah to win. Way to go! Uh, meaning last week Andy went five and one, Mike six and zero, oh, and me and Tom went two and four, and the coin went Jeez. one and five, Oof. bringing your current season standings to. Last place, the coin, 32 and 40. Uh, I'm in fourth place at 34 and 38. Tom in third place at 37 and 35. Andy in second place at 43 and 29. And Mike in first place at 45 and 27, which is also tied with Vegas still at 45 and 27. Vegas also went 6 and 0 this week. Huh. Nice. Does so that brings uh, Mike, Mike. I just have to call me Mike Vegas. Win by more than eight more than Mike this week. I can mm-hmm. do it. That's it. That's all you got to do. Yeah. All right, uh, so that goes this week, and as is tradition, we will be picking all of our team's games this week, plus another two. Uh, So starting off first, we have Clemson at South Carolina. Another do. Uh, Clemson is 11 points. Another two. These are games plus another two games. Do? Clemson is an (laughs) 11-point favorite. Andy, does Clemson cover 11 points? Yeah. There there are two other games. Is it how many games are we picking? Are we picking six or are we picking eight? Always same six. six. Always six. Always six. Okay, his wording is like anyway. I don't think it was that bad. Four plus two, six. Yep. Clemson, South Carolina. Yep. Is Clemson going to win by eleven points or more? Yes. Wait, is Clemson going to win by? Okay, yes. Uh, I also think Clemson wins by more than eleven points. Tom, we already know. You said no. Andy's listen. What <laughs> for a second? <laughs> Andy's Did I break friend, the juju? Stats O War has uh-huh. Clemson winning by four points or five points, whatever. Just what? want to let y'all know. Okay. okay. That's it. So still no? Are you saying no? Yeah. No, because well, that's less than 11. All right. Well, <laughs> you just said no regardless. You were just I looking know, for reinforcement. Listen. <laughs> Listen. I was just trying to help y'all out, even though you already picked. Uh-huh. And the tail picked uh, tails. If you were trying to help us out, you would have told us before we we any of us picked Tom. 
Well, if I went first, if Andrew put this on one of the even numbers, then I would have gone mm. first and I would have told you. It's mm. Andrew's fault, honestly. Up next, yeah. we have the Iron Bowl. Alabama at Auburn. Alabama's a 19-point favorite. Tom, do they cover? Can, they, can Auburn score? How many points did Auburn score on South Carolina? Somebody tell me. I don't know, like 20? Something. I don't know. They get the 14 and then stopped at least. Maybe maybe they started again. But... It was 21-17. South Carolina okay. won. All right. South Carolina has a trash-ass defense. Now, Alabama does too, but I think they can score a lot more. Which is weird because it's points. Like a top 10, top 15 defense. It's odd. Right. I don't know how that works. Anyway, uh, I'm going to say yes. Yes. Uh, you know what? The Lockhart Cole pick. Oh has boy, not been, has not been great this year to me. It's not been. Uh, it's been the, about the same as it's always been. I feel like it's been. Pencil, no, the first season is very good. Pencil in a loss for that. Bama here if he Lockhart so, Cole picks this. The good news I is think, you threw them all away, so we have no idea. <laughs> I think we have to pivot the Lockhart Cole pick and use it for good. So your mm. Lockhart Cole pick is Alabama wins by twenty-eight points or more. Oh God, you guys are <laughs> fucked. Uh, Y'all are fucked. I'm sorry. Kind of. I don't know. I like chaos. Oh, yes, they cover. I. All right. I've seen multiple weeks with Alabama. I was like having this crazy uh, point spread and not believing in it. And I, I don't know if I've been right. It feels like I've been right because. Um, Besides maybe like the Mississippi schools, they've been kind of closer games and should have been. I, Auburn, I think, still has like a good defensive line. Uh, that might be the only good thing they've got. But that is enough to maybe like hamper the Alabama offense. 19, what, 19 and a half? That's a, that's a lot of points. Uh, I'm going to go no. I was leaning towards yes, and then uh-huh. Andrew Lockhart Cole picked this. Uh-huh. He did. He did. Yeah, I did. And now I feel less I'm sure about I'm weaponizing my Lockhart Cole picks. Well, the, your, your track record on them is not great. Uh-huh. Do you have an update on the Lockhart Cole picks before I do this? Uh, not good. I think I've gotten three right this year. Three uh, out of 11? Uh-huh. <laughs> Oof. One, two. I'm going to say no, then, because if he's Lockhart Cole picking it, 28 or more. I'm going to say no. I mean, he did get it right three times. That means he can get it right four times. To be clear, I think Alabama is going to win it. But if he's thinking that they're going to that they're going to cover, I'm going to say that they're not. I'll have you know, Stats of War thinks 21 points. But, okay. coin. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, I'm glad I've converted y'all to some advanced stats. Thank you. I just like using your own <laughs> shit again. <laughs> yes. All right. Up next, we have uh, good old-fashioned hate. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, okay. oh, clean, clean old-fashioned hate. There you, you're close. Okay, okay whatever. Uh, Georgia, Georgia Tech. Uh, Georgia is a 35.5-point favorite. Um, are oh. you ready? Yeah. You okay, <laughs> you, you kind of trailed off there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if you added something else. Um, no. Uh, you know, that's a lot of points, but like I said earlier, I saw what Notre Dame did. I don't think Notre Dame's all that good. Um, I know that they're top 10. That doesn't mean anything. They've been in the playoffs multiple times and ain't done shit. They did 55 to nothing on Georgia Tech. Um, if we want to, I think we could do way more than that. That said, um, yeah, I think we cover. All right. 
That is a lot of points. Yeah. I'm thinking that Stetson Bennett has to throw the ball at least 28 times, a massive amount more than he normally does. Because he's throwing uh, 28 times this season? <laughs> not much, not, not much more than that. Um, Why does he need to you, throw? You mean it like that combined, much? right? You mean combined the whole year, twenty-eight? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. He only throws that much because Kirby Smart wants to destroy Georgia Tech, and he will. So I'm going yes. Uh, I think Georgia is on a mission from God this year. Uh, on to this is just another. Pit stop on their way to a national championship, and uh, this is not going to be pretty for Georgia Tech. Georgia wins by a lot. They cover. They're, this is a bump in the road. Yes, I'm, yes, also. I know, no, I this, know is, I, this is like a pebble. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I know I picked Georgia to win the conference. I cannot. Did I pick them? I don't think I did. I, I, I picked because them. this was back when you wouldn't pick them for anything. I will we'll review. This I wouldn't next have done week. it anyway. I have. Did I, I have did those I still. Georgia we'll re- to win the championship. No, we'll review that next week. That'll be a segment next week. Okay. I kind of want to know though. Next week, well, should we do it after championship week? No, because it'll be fun. I was yeah. trying to think if we'll record normal day. Yeah, we should be good Wednesday next week. Uh, continue. Yeah. Tom. Oh yes, I said yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. He did. Coin. Coin is coin going to screw this up for us? No. I got tails. No. So it did screw us up. Yep. Uh, Penn State at Michigan State. Battle for the contracts. It is a one-point Penn State favorite. Tom, God. who wins? Uh, so last week, Michigan State uh, signed their coach to a huge fat contract and got dumpstered. So this week, Penn State will do the same thing. Uh, Michigan State. Uh, I think that Michigan State had a uh, season-ruining uh, defeat last week. I think Penn State wins this game pretty handily. Yeah. Damn it. Because that's kind of how I'm feeling. Like, that's like a, a loss you don't get over. Not in a week. That's. But I don't like Penn mm. What did Penn State do last week? They look good, probably. I don't know. Hey, yeah. Uh, he probably didn't have it. Um, yeah, uh... give, me, give me Penn. Unless they lost. Give me Penn. They beat, they beat Rutger. Oh, that's wow. Well, that doesn't give me anything then. Uh, shit. Oh, you didn't pick. Who's home? Who's home? Who's home? Michigan State's home. Is it, what's the weather? It's always uh, rainy. It's always, it always rainy and cloudy. Yeah, it's always bad. Against in state, or is that only like Ohio State related? No, that's. I mean, that's also how it is in Happy Valley most time too. So. Yeah. Yeah. Leave me at Penn State. Oh. Nope. Andy, um, I am going to go Penn State as well. Okay. Coin. Yeah, I keep putting the coin down. I got heads. That's Michigan State. All right. Next up, we have the game: Ohio State, Michigan. Uh, high state. Oh, I did this wrong. High state is an eight-point favorite. Yeah. Um. Andy, do they cover? Yeah. Yes. I mean, it, we talked. I think you talked about it earlier. I, Michigan. I, I just don't think they are up for that kind of evil. 
Uh, I also think Ohio State covers. Yes. I think it's just proven that like all our rivalry games are not very competitive. And that uh, is Tails. Tails is a bit pointless. No. Does not think it's all right, it really feels and, like all the same games. And last up, we have Bedlam, OU, at Okie State. Okie State is a four-point favorite. Tom, who wins? Okie State! I don't know why. I'm just going to pick them because I hope they win. Uh, I think that I want Oklahoma to win because I think if Oklahoma wins, we play this again next week. And I think OU does it, and then Okie State does it the following week. But I should have paid more attention to what you just said. You said something like Oklahoma wins and they do it again. Yeah. And the reverse happens. Uh huh. I guess I would knock everybody out from that conference then. Uh huh. Uh, I just watched Oklahoma like blow it, right? I think that's what happened last week. No, they they beat Iowa State. Um, and you picked Oklahoma, right? I did. I guess I, picked go against, I should go against what you say. So Oklahoma State. Okay. All right. Um. Uh, Andy's man. made up no ground this week in the pickups. I can't. The only way for me to make there up ground right now. is to do right it right now. here. Yep. Right here. You still hope that you'll get one game closer going into the championship. Yeah, but yeah. but do I choose the same thing that an idiot would choose by picking Oklahoma? You got to do what you got to do, man. I mean, uh, Oklahoma I mean, State's won Bedlam once in the last okay. like, 25 years. So Unless that's you think a, you can catch two games in on championship week when we only probably pick four games. And, all right, and, look, maybe, and maybe the Oklahoma quarterback, like he you know, He's had a bad game. He's he's young, just had a bad game or two. I can't remember. Let me preface my pick by saying this. Stats of War is showing like a 26, uh, about a, what, I, math is hard right at the moment. I'm I'm almost on vacation. So it's like an eight point win for, for OSU. The real OSU, if you will. And so, you know, everything is showing that I should pick Oklahoma State. That said, I'm going to pick Oklahoma because Oklahoma State has only won this thing twice in 20 years, and I don't think it happens this year. All your heart. That's right. Oklahoma. All your heart and not. Boomer Sooner. No, don't don't be too enthused. You might rock the, the, the wagon over. Uh, Tip over. Yeah. What would you say? Heads. 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 It's Oklahoma State. Uh, okay. That's it. That's it. That's it. And that is it for the pickums. That is it for emails. Let me check. Make sure there's no assembly line updates. Yeah, we're good. Uh, you, various... you read one earlier. Well, I mean, there could have been another one. I guess that's uh, right. Yeah, not... Poop is still not on the floor. Poop is still not on the floor. It's all clean. It's good. Unlike Mike's right. factory. That's right. <laughs> I, I haven't worked there in like 15 years, so uh, for, for <laughs> various reasons. Well, it really should be the one reason. It really should only be the one reason. That did happen, though. It's a shitty job, I, I guess you I could say. I, I'm, I'm literally, I know other 
weird shit happens. But I mean, yeah. I mean factories, that's where weird shit just tends to happen. Yeah. Especially if there's like, uh, you know, three shifts, meaning there's like people there and two, two a.m. Three uh-huh. a.m. Three. Would you say? Would, weird shit happens. Would you night. say that? Would you say that weird shits happen though on the assembly line? Weird, Got weird it. shits on aisle eight. That's right. All right. That said, send us emails to podcast at academicallyineligible.com. Follow us at ineligible underscore pod. Uh, if we ever hit whatever that number was that Andrew was talking about, he's going to tweet. Uh, maybe we could actually get some tweets this weekend for Thanksgiving. I'm going to shit on the factory floor. If we I mean, that's right. I'll, I'll throw this out, Andy. Uh, Pixar didn't happen. Do, um, do you like have like all of us huh? you know, followed on Twitter? Who's the most active Twitter person? That's uh, probably my dumb shit. Yeah, it's probably me. Oh, you, you're saying it's not. You're saying it's not me. I mean, I spend way too much time liking and retweeting things. It's I mean, your your shit's pretty dumb, but I think I post more. <laughs> I don't post anything. I barely. Post I'm just anything. saying my, my shit's pretty dumb as well. I'm just saying that I probably post more dumb shit. Is my Twitter just to yell at like brands like Skittles for not putting Skittles in my Halloween candy. And like, <laughs> and why they're why they keep messing up the oops all berries. <laughs> yeah, I guess I could ask like, talk who, about a bad <laughs> Kind of quality control is this shit? I follow Skyline on Twitter. You, you would. Do you actually talk? Do you tweet at Skyline complaining about? Uh, I would never like, complain uh, about Skyline. Spaghetti sauce uh, oh. amounts. I would never no. complain to Skyline. They've never done me wrong. Cinnamon spaghetti sauce and some yeah, chocolate my, in there. You know, I only had like one third the amount of spaghetti sauce I'm supposed to get. Well, they've never done me wrong. They're always good. Good people mm-hmm. there. Anyway, follow us in eligible underscore pod. Maybe screen. we'll use it. That's only for St. Patrick's Day. Tune in next week. Uh actually first, happy Thanksgiving everybody. And uh you believe in it. Happy Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Indi- happy in- Indigenous Peoples Day if you uh you know uh if you actually care about something that matters other than uh, celebrating Thanks. Anyway, we're not going to turn this into a political shit. Enjoy, uh, enjoy all the football enjoy and enjoy all the food. Meat. That's yes. right. Enjoy all the food. Enjoy your and pumpkin pie, right, Andrew? God, it's the worst pie. What are you talking about? Pumpkin pie is delicious. It's not. It's the worst pie of all time. Anyway, oh, there's not a I'm worse gonna... one. Listen. What? I, w- I wouldn't say worse, but trying I, to end this thing. I don't really want to. I never really want to have a slice. It's. If enjoy pie your pie good, people would people would eat it year round is all i'm saying enjoy your pie whatever it is and tune in next week for another episode of the academically knowledgeable podcast our intro song is called tech it the author is pipe choir song is available at pipechoir.com and this is using the creative commons attribution 4.0 international license thank you <laughs>